Welcome! It's time for Dungeon Digressions! It's great to be a nerd! It's great to be a nerd! We wear our Star Trek uniforms and talk like Captain Kirk! We have our own heroes who we try to emulate I dream of one day being as sexy as Bill Gates We hate watching sports because we're reading Carl Sagan But we watch the Olympics if they play Dungeons and Dragons I'm a hobbit! Yeah! It's great to be a nerd! It's great to be a nerd! We think Tolkien was a genius and Shakespeare was a turd! Hey everybody! In the last episode, our little fern went missing! We hope you enjoy this special mini-episode of her short adventure, and join us next week to find out her fate and that of the rest of the party here at Dungeon Digressions. Alright, let the magic begin. So what happened was you heard some sort of screech or a low, like a low frequency noise that sort of caught your ears strange and it woke you up, not really out of alarm, but just you woke up and because you were awake, you thought, well, I might as well maybe go do something. So when I wake up, I'm like, <sighs> Grandma, just a few more minutes, please. And then, <laughs> and then I realize what it actually is, and I and I wake up. What was that noise? It sounded like a screech or a bird. Maybe I'll go get some mushrooms while everyone's still asleep. So you happen to know that north of the village, because you know that when you came from the west side, there was a lot of rock and things like that. But if you go north, there happens to be more forest and more scrub and things like that. So I'm like rustling through like a bush and then, oh, oh. This may be what I'm looking for. So I cast Identify Mushroom. So you cast Identify Mushroom. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so you spend probably a good, maybe an hour, maybe not quite, you know, searching around and you're finding them and you're putting them in your little pack. Mm -hmm. And suddenly another noise comes to your ear of a loud wing flap and just in front of you. All right. So there's, there's sort of rocks around and scrub and small bushes and you're not really totally in the tree line. You're sort of on the edge of the tree line and you hear this really loud wing flap. <sighs> and then I duck. I have my arms over my head. I'm like peering up. So because it's very dark, it's difficult for you to see but by the moonlight you do catch movement up ahead oh what was what was that grandma is that you <laughs> <laughs> so after you spend some time staring at the motion up ahead initially you thought it might be an animal but it's much larger than you originally had thought and the loud wing flap and the screech that you heard you're starting to sort of put two and two together here about what that is it looks like a large bird. I don't, I don't know what or who you are, but I, I mean no harm. So I walk up towards it. Okay. So as you were getting closer, you can see it's actually got something on the ground in front of it. And it seems to be head down doing something. Looks like maybe tearing at it or eating it, something like that. It's hard to tell exactly what it's doing. But because its back is to you, it doesn't seem to aware of your presence right now. And as you get closer, though, you can see it is a very large, probably six-foot-tall bird. Uh, ex excuse me, uh, what are you, what is going on here? And then I kind of, like, peer over. Okay. <laughs> try to figure out what it's eating. Go ahead and make a survival check. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So you you know that these sorts of animals come from a very mountainous region. And because you are in a space right now where you are sort of on the edge of the mountains, you're near an area where you know that it's not terribly unusual to maybe see a bird like this, but 
they're not super common. So this by itself looks to be, it's hard to tell, but you can see the, the lighter colored head. So it looks to be maybe a larger eagle. And it's definitely something that you would only see in the high mountains. But right now it looks like it maybe grabbed a small horse or a donkey or something. And it appears to be eating it. Can I just tug on one of its like feathers or something? Okay, you're going to yeah. try to get close to it. All right. I'm going to get close to it. Definitely. Since it's eating, it's already preoccupied. So. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> tug on the feather. All right. So as you sort of slowly creep up to it and you're, oh my gosh, what is this thing doing? Just as you start reaching out a hand towards it, something hits you in the back of the head and everything goes black. Oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> So after a short amount of time... Oh, wait. Can go I ahead. just put yeah, a sound effect like, oh! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> after an indeterminate amount of time, you don't know how long it took, you wake up and it's lighter now than it was when you last remember. Oh, it's, it's so bright. Where am I? So as you slowly open your eyes, you look around and you appear to be in a rough canvas tent. So I'm kind of looking around. What do I see? When you look around, it's very sparsely furnished. There's just the small cot that you're laying on and there's a small wash basin and a small table with a pitcher of water on it. Is there anyone in there? No, not right now. So I'm just slowly kind of getting up and kind of moving around and kind of walking around the room. Do I see anything of interest to me? Personally, like, do, are my are my belongings in there? You do have all your things with you. Okay. It looks like you were just sort of thrown in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I kind of peer out of the opening of the tent to see if anyone is around. Okay. So as you open the tent, you slowly brush aside the tent flap. And as it opens, somebody is standing right there at the entrance to the tent. And he spins and says, oh, you're, you're awake. Hold, hold on, hold on, stay right there. And he runs off. Okay, I will. The person that ran off, he's coming back and he's striding over to you with a man that's very well appointed. He's wearing actually what looks like very fine armor, which as you're sort of watching them approach you and you take a look around at the surroundings, you notice you're in a very small village. It looks to be very rough, sort of a frontier style village. And the buildings are in passable shape, but nothing too wonderful. Dirt roads, things like that. So even as the people that you see sort of standing about or going about their business, they're not dressed very fine. They're wearing very work style clothing. So the guy that's coming towards you with this person that was standing guard, even the guard himself is not carrying anything terribly out of the ordinary. He has a very rough sword with him. But the person that's coming towards you is wearing very fine metal armor, head to toe, carrying his helmet under his arm. He's got a very shiny sword in a a scabbard next to him. Before he gets to you, is there something you want to do or something you want to say? Excuse me, but um, where have you taken me? I I have to get back to my, my companions. They might be looking for me right now. Who are you? So as you say those words, this man approaches you and he says, I don't think you're going to be going anywhere. My name's Kor, Kor Rikari, and I'm the leader of this small village, but you're going to stay here with us. We saw what you were doing. What was I doing? We saw that magic you were casting. Oh, I wasn't casting any magic. We watched you. You must be mistaken. The man next to him speaks up. Yes, sir. I saw her. She was she was doing it. Yeah, Gory here says he saw you. You're wrong. I, I didn't do anything of the sort. Last thing I remember, I was trying to tug on this bird's feather. <laughs> and I saved you, because we saw that magic you were casting. That bird would have eaten you. No, it was a very nice... It seemed like a nice bird. Didn't see any harm in it. All right, well, we're not here to debate about whether or not the bird was good or not. We're here to take care of the fact that you were casting magic. Mm. 
what are you going to do? As you know, magic is not to be used here right now. And anyone like you using magic, we're going to have to test you out to make sure you really are who you say you are. Okay, so I, I roll my eyes a little bit. I kind of play along with it. Okay, all right. All right, so as you know, the, the problem we have with magic right now is all people like you are going to cause problems and all the dragons are going to come, so we can't let this happen. As I've been told, the person who owns the magic owns the future. So it's important that if you think you have magic that you're going to somehow own us, that it's not going to happen. People like you are going to ruin the world for the rest of us. I don't like your tone of voice. And you magic users are not going to win. In fact, I'm going to be the one that wins, and you know how it goes. I don't care if I'm right or wrong, because the person that wins doesn't matter if they tell the truth or not because when I win that's that's you got it boss you tell her boss you got those words so good you remember them yeah sh- sh- I got it I got it you so yeah where was I I'm sorry Cor but is this really a winning battle we're always at war with magic is magic so harmful yes we he seems really confused like he doesn't know where to go with it the the magic is the one that's really the problem so uh so he turns back to the guy next to him. Gordy, what, what, did, what did that guy say? Boss, boss, he said he said that you're not supposed to be casting magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the person that cast the magic is the person that's going to lose. That's what it was. Right. And you're going to lose today because we're going to... All right, this is enough talking. This is... And he grabs your arm roughly. Oh, ah, oh. Ah. You come with me. But, but I don't want... I have to get back to my friends. All right, so as you're sort of protesting and he's got your arm and he's pulling you along, you have an opportunity here to do something, but you can see as as he's sort of dragging you and you look ahead to where he's going, he's taking you actually to the edge where you have an opportunity now to look around. You can see that you're actually up very high. You're up where before you had seen the, the flame cliffs in front of you. You actually appear like maybe you're up on these cliffs now and they're taking you over to the cliff's edge. Okay, so Fern doesn't normally do this, but I decide to does he have any exposed skin sure his hands are not great so i bite really hard down on his hand and kind of like loosen out of his grip and i run okay all right but in the process of running i also um do i have illusion i decide to cast that and it sounds like fireworks are blasting off in the distance okay that's good near near their camp perfect all right so as core is dragging you gory's got you by the other arm and they're both we're gonna see if she can fly oh no, I, I, I promise you, I can't. Gory says, yeah, that last one couldn't fly so good. The last one? All right, you come with me. You, As you know, if you got dragon blood in you, you can fly, so you'll be perfectly fine. Oh. And they're dragging you towards the edge. I think you're misunderstood. And then you bite down. <laughs> <laughs> so you bite down and, ah, the, it bit me, it bit me. And they, they drop you. So now I'm scurrying. All right, you run towards the edge. He shouts out. Gory, get, get her, get her. And then at the same moment, you cast your spell and large explosion sounds come from behind and Gory actually dives to the ground. Oh, what's that? And he dives to the ground and Kor, what? What was that? And you take off running. So it's early morning yet. You can see pretty well. But at this moment, you don't see a very easy way down. Which direction are you going? I start scaling the mountain. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do something called a skill challenge. And we need four skill checks. And you have to pass two of those skill checks in order to success. So as you run, you decide that you're going to try and scale down the cliffs because you know that your party is down below. You happen to recognize the flame cliffs and the metal minerals and things that you had noticed the day before in the cliffs. And you are going to just try to pick the safest route that you can to get down these cliffs. Now, it's a probably a good couple 
couple hundred feet at least that you have to get down. So how are you going to try to get down? Okay, so first off, actually, this cliff looks rather familiar. Maybe I can jump to this rock over here and that then I can find an easier way down. So I use my acrobatic skills. Okay, good idea. And I kind of jump from one rock to another. So that's eight. <laughs> All right. Eight total? Yes, so All right. eight. <laughs> okay. So the DC was a 10, meaning that you have to exceed a 10 in order to consider it a success, okay? So you have this really great idea about jumping. I'm going to jump over that rock. And as you're flying through the air, you realize about <laughs> just a little too late that the rock is a little bit smaller, a little bit more unstable than you thought it was. And you slip and you tumble and take two points of damage as you slide and fall and hit yourself. Oh, no, 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 no. So luckily you catch yourself. Whew. Oh, that was that was close. Okay, maybe that wasn't the best idea. Then I decide uh, to take it easy and, um, oh, why not? Let's do athletics. So I'm shimmying down. Okay. So I'm taking baby steps this time. I'm just gonna watch my step and hopefully get down. All right, let's see if you can do it. Eight. Eight total? <laughs> oh, boy. Poor little Fern is not as athletic or dexterous as really we had hoped. You think, I'm just going to take a quick moment here and I'm going to slowly, oh look, I can see a root there and I'm going to hold on to that root and I'm going to shimmy down this little root and you're holding on and oh no, you're, it's a little harder than you thought. Your grip comes loose and you fall. Ah! <laughs> she laughs all the way down. <laughs> As you're banging your head off the rocks. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately you lost two of your four already. <sighs> Poor little fern couldn't hold on and your grip gave out and you fall. Actually tumble pretty hard against the rocks as you're falling. Fortunately, you do find yourself not free falling, but sort of banging against different rocks and shrub and different roots and things that happen to be on the cliff face as you're falling. You fall not a full couple hundred because you were maybe 50 feet down, but you fall a good 100 plus feet and you hit the ground hard. Oh. <sighs> You are unconscious. That's the last thing you know. Hey, it's Mark, your friendly neighborhood DM. I'm here to share a special announcement. Dungeon Digressions is going to be attending GaryCon. That's right, GaryCon. Simply one of the greatest conventions dedicated solely to tabletop games of all kinds and named after Gary Gygax, the creator of Dungeons & Dragons. In fact, the convention tagline celebrating a life well played applies to not only Gary, but also all of us who have made the hobby of Dungeons & Dragons part of our lives. So whether you're interested in Dungeons & Dragons or any other sort of game that you could possibly imagine, come on over to GaryCon. Dungeon Digressions will be there on March 26th, running two sessions set in our world of Ateria. Even if you don't get a chance to come by and play with us, make sure you stop by and say hi. We'd love to hear from you. See you soon. Hey, listeners. My name is Dave Cole, and I'm the Dungeon Master and host of a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Stop, Wait, Dave, Say No More. They'll be enchanted by one of my songs, and then they'll be hooked. No, they want to hear about how we slay great beasts. No, they want to hear about magic and sorcery and spellcasting. They will listen for the story, the rich history, the lore, or we can just roll the dice and let fate decide. You're right. If you haven't listened to The Four Orbs yet, find us at www.fourorbs.org or whatever podcast app you use. Hey, it's Mark. I just wanted to send a quick shout out to our listeners to say thanks for all the support. Since leaving a review is one of the absolute most impactful ways to help us improve and grow, I'd like to specifically thank Five Master Flex. 
for leaving a fantastic review on iTunes. His review reads, This show is so beepin' good. Audio quality, goofs, character chemistry, and a wild world. This show has it all. I love podcasts that you can just tell everyone involved is having a good time. Such great improv and a DM, that's me, that bounces off it all. I was grinning from ear to ear the whole first episode and can't wait to start the next episode. Check this show out. You will definitely not regret it. That's great. Thanks, Five Master Flex. Hey, you can leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or through any of your favorite podcast apps. If you leave a review like Cool Five Master Flex, we may read your comments next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by visiting our Patreon site at patreon.com slash dungeon digressions. You can also reach out to us at Dungeon Digress on Twitter, email us dungeondigressions at gmail.com, or our website at www.dungeondigressions.com. Our cast for this episode was Fern played by Casey Monroe. Your dungeon master is Mark McCarthy. Thank you. We want to give a big shout out to Arrogant Worms. Thanks for allowing us to use your song, Great to Be a Nerd, for our theme music. We would also like to thank all of the royalty-free artists that allow their music to be used by everyone. For more information about any of these artists, please visit our website. We really hope you enjoyed what we had here today. We had a lot of fun. We hope you enjoyed it a lot. If you want to join us, if you want to hear more about what we're doing. There's things and stuff and tweets and twits. And thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Grandma, is that you? And that's our exit.